Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy. We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Walter Rooks. 真的希望大家在这个疫情期间都健健康康。那今天呢，我们的来宾 Walter 是一位来自美国的声音演员哦。My guest today is American and has been living in Taiwan for about two years now. He is an actor, a voice actor, podcast host, a lover of culture, people, and language, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Walter Rooks. Thank you so much. Great to be here, <laughs> my man. You are a man of many talents. You wear many hats. That's more appropriate. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. You you do so many cool things, and something that I just love about you is you are constantly evolving. You're constantly pushing yourself into new spheres of knowledge, of of growth, and constantly getting yourself out of your comfort zone. But、uh, I wanted to start with、uh, giving a little shout out to our friend who introduced us. Yes. Shout out to Thor. Exactly. <laughs> AKA Tony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He introduced us because、yes. you guys were doing a, a little commercial together. Is that correct? That's correct. We were doing、um, kind of a for a GoFundMe project, a, a mini film, and it was awesome. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So acting, voiceovers, coaching. Defense contractor, <laughs> yes, man, you are many things. But if you can,、mm -hmm. do you mind, Walter, giving our audience here on Engineering When a little introduction? So, who is Mr. Rooks from a small town called Oak Ridge, Tennessee? They they call it the Secret City. I'm just a guy that I've always wanted to do something. And I, I read one time where you keep your mind engaged, it keeps you younger. Oh, and I'm 51, and I'm trying to stay younger. So yeah, that's me. Just someone who's From the states, from Tennessee, but I always had an affinity for other people, for diversity, and for meeting new people and trying new things and new cultures. And that's pretty much that sums me up. I guess a man of the people. I, I never thought of that, but that just came to my mind. <laughs> you are a man of the people, a future politician. If if we can bring the people back together, <laughs> that would be awesome. But oh man, but yeah, you I, I, nice sum up, nice sum up from a from the secret city. In、yes. Tennessee, Oak Ridge, Tennessee.、Yes. Yeah, look that up if you guys、uh, if you guys have a chance. It's a it's a wild place, very Area Fifty One, in Roswell. But cool, man. I would love to start kind of with your desire and interest now to push yourself into the acting and the voiceover realm. So, what to you is your kind of main motivation for getting yourself more involved with acting and voiceover work? I say my primary motivation is to be more self-sufficient. If I were a voiceover actor, and many people are, they're in business for themselves, and as an actor as well. But it allows me to be heavily involved with people, and I just like that interaction. And as well as the fact that I think my voice is decent, even from a young age. In in church, they used me for something. So why not maximize? The gifts you have, you may have one gift. Use it. That's what I try to do. 
I love that, man. And you know, you have a beautiful voice, and you are handsome. Oh, you know. You. So I think you you have a, you have entered the right sphere. Oh, <laughs> so I'm glad of that. yeah, you 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 know, I I you know, man to man, I I I'm proud to say I can. You know, you're a good looking guy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I, like that. I hope you can uh, and hone in on those skills and and become more self sufficient, as you said. I will try. The fact that you said that, words are so powerful, and that really helped me because. I don't think I'm that good looking, and I think I'm too tall. I think I look like a lanky giraffe. What? <laughs> yeah, a lanky giraffe. Stupid giraffe walking around and Man. with glasses, stumbling over his own big feet. Uh, you know, <laughs> but some people like giraffes. So <laughs> I love giraffes, and I think you know it's something you just said though that is so interesting because mm-hmm. as I, I'm, I'm a bit shorter. I'm about one seventy five cm's, and you're probably around, you're around one ninety. Would you say exactly? Yeah, yeah, and I think. It always is like the grass is greener concept, you know? That's true. Yeah. But I I love how you you are so still humble and, mm. and still you're still a man of the people. You're not you're not you're not getting this that. ego of like, yeah, damn right I'm handsome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once I look in the mirror, it humbles me. So I wake up some mornings like, What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. Awesome, Walter. Well, I love that. I think you're you you've entered the right sphere, and you've been doing a lot of voiceover training recently. Is that correct? Yes, uh, getting training from a guy named J. Michael Collins, and he's award winning. But he gives you direction as if you're like on set, and teaches you the subtleties and the nuances of the power of your voice, and it has really been a help. And in the end, he'll do a really good demo for you as well. And uh, so it's really good. Uh, there is a niche there. Even though people are trying to go to automated, the human voice is so much more uh, needed and powerful. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's still that kind of has that human touch in a yes, way. Yes, yes. Can you share any tips that you've learned along the way? As as you're speaking to someone who's on radio, right. I probably should know a little bit more about my voice. I'll tell you. One of the most interesting things he told me when reading just regular dialogue is if you ever see how a dog will get distracted by a squirrel here or a bird there, when you're reading dialogue, sometimes you read a sentence this way and slightly change it. You may dip, you may go flat, you may get it excited, and that keeps people keeps people's mind engaged, mm-hmm. so they don't just get they don't just zone out. You're like doing this one way, then hey, and you, you just change the tone, yeah. and it really helps to keep people interested. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, changing your inflection as yes. as, you, as you're going. Exactly. I, yeah, exactly. I, I love that. I think for me, I naturally do that because I'm I get excited by other people. That's good. I love hearing their stories and and things that excite them, and then I pick up on that energy. <laughs> I like so that. if you were just here talking like this, Mr. Rooks, then it would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a time and place for that, but yeah, yeah, not yeah. sure where, not sure where. Yeah. So. Where do you see yourself maybe going with the future of Walter Rooks? Maybe do you have a vision for 2022 and beyond? Yes. I would like to be able to maybe set up, let's just say for lack of a better word, satellite offices. Not that I'm some gigantic organization, but to help people really do what they want to do. Maybe help people help other people. But like I said, the ultimate goal is to be self-sufficient so that I can you know, detach from working for the man, as they say, but be able to uh, uh, take care of myself. And I like to give. I'll help people out. But the most important thing, I really just like the word just came to me, being an influencer. Not like Instagram and stuff, but a real influencer where people say, yeah, this, this helped me. I can do this. Mm. And my, that's my future goal, to do my own thing 
and be able to help people do their own thing too. Nothing in that. I'm not trying to be rich, though rich would help, but you know, <laughs> I'll keep that there. So <laughs> I like it. I like it. And, and it's something you're creating a, a actionable steps for people in the future by setting yes. up these, these satellite offices, as you call them. I like that. Yes. You, you give people the step-by-steps for what worked for you as you are living proof of exactly. this. It's not like you're just coming out here and talking about it. No, you're actually no. doing it. Yeah, I, I, I live through it. Um, and one thing I've always said, uh, if you're going to do something, do it. And also, you know. Just do it. Just, that's right. Just do it. <laughs> Nike had it. But also, um, you'll be your biggest critic or your greatest encourager. Mm-hmm. It's almost like flipping a switch and you can change your whole mentality. Sometimes getting out of the bed takes me, all right, just get up. And I do it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Nice little quote there. It was, it was could sum that up. I want I want to make sure we hone in on that. Mm-hmm. That the the what, what it's not just do it now. That's Nike. But you're saying if, if you're, you're going to do something, do it now because no one else is going to do it for you. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, do it, and you'll find out as you do a little bit. The John Maxwell said the law of momentum. Yeah. The more you keep doing it, you'll get ah okay. It's a little bit easier. You'll step back sometimes, but there's an ember of hope inside of you. That'll make you, you'll see someone doing what you wanted to do and you'll start doing it again. Yeah. So never lose hope. Even when you lose hope, it's coming back. Very, very nice words there, Walter. And I wish you nothing but success with that. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that we got a chance to meet. And if there's any way I can help you in the future, please, please, please let me know. Okay. 刚才在节目一开始的时候，他没有提到来宾是一位声音演员。那这所谓的声音演员，他的英文说法不知道刚才大家有没有听出来嘞？就是 voice actor， 好像平常动画电影啦，或是电动游戏里面的角色，他们讲话的时候就是声音演员在幕后配的声音。那另外有一种很类似的叫做 voice over。好，这种它比较像是念稿子当旁白录音的形式，比如说我们常看电视广告上听的那些介绍，就是叫做 voice over。不过还有一种配音，我们一起学一下 dubbing。好，这种指的是外语电视电影那一种，把原文发音配成其他国家当地的语言，好让当地人比较好理解这样子。那就像这样说的，我们来宾他的人生非常精彩，扮演着各式各样的角色。除了刚刚讲的声音演员以外，他也有做过其他好几种工作。其中我觉得最特别的就是 defense contractor， 好，就是帮保卫国家的军队配给武器。我我觉得超酷的，活了这么多年，今天竟然有幸在这个茫茫人海之中认识到这样一位大哥，实在是啊。对，要跟你们补充一点的就是。刚才有没有听到 Walter 说他是来自美国中部 Tennessee 田纳西的一个叫做 Oak Ridge 橡树林的小镇？而且这样还说那里跟外星人第五十一区很像，整个是非常的神秘啊？为什么嘞？因为那里其实是在第二次世界大战期间第一颗原子弹的诞生地。好，当初政府为了要保密，就把整个地区从平民小镇村变成一个神秘度爆表的军事基地，去研发原子弹。这里刚才他们是没有提到，是我跟大家分享一下啦。有兴趣的话呢，待会可以上网查查曼哈顿计划或是田纳西橡树林镇的相关资讯，保证让你目瞪口呆。好啦，没有见仁见智，是我我这个井底之蛙是颇为震惊的，觉得学到很多新知识。好啦好啦，我们赶快继续回到刚才的访谈内容。
他们提到 Walter 配音工作的时候，不是也提到彼此的外形吗？然后这样说，他觉得 Walter 又高又帅，但是 Walter 觉得自己，嗯，好像有点太高了，跟长颈鹿一样。那<笑>在这边他说自己像长颈鹿的时候，用了这个字 lanky， 就是我们用来描述手长脚长、瘦瘦高高的那个样子。另外这边还有一个片语，我们也给他学起来吧。The grass is greener. 好，字面上直接翻成中文的话，意思就是草比较绿，<笑>听起来好像也没什么。不过这是它的缩写版啦。完整一点的话呢，会是 The grass is always greener on the other side， 就是另外一头的草永远比较绿。就是我在形容我们中文常讲的外国的月亮比较圆这样子，别人的都比较好。像这样就是羡慕 Walter 的身高，但反而 Walter 自己觉得。太高了，跟长颈鹿一样。还没完哦，还有一个我也想来跟大家分享的是 sphere，s p h e r e。好，这个字如果我们现在是在上数学课的话呢，可以大概理解成是圆形球体的意思。但是在这边它表达的是领域啊，或是什么什么圈、什么什么界，像演艺圈、演艺界、音乐界这样子。好，所以这样说 ，Walter 他。Has entered the right sphere, 就是在表达他进入配音界是来到了对的地方这样子。再来，他们不是继续聊配音的工作，聊一些 Walter 他跟这名老师受训的经验分享吗？讲到说，在录音的时候要放情绪，要放感情进去，听的人才会比较可以 engage， 好才可以感同身受，比较可以融入。不然，如果只是平铺直述的念的话，那真的会很无聊，很无聊。这边他用片语 to keep someone engaged 来形容让某人可以融入，好，可以一起被带到整个情境里面。不过，其实不只是像他在配音的时候需要让听众可以 engage 在其中，我们学校老师在上课的时候啊，同样也需要用方法去 keep the students engaged。好，就是让底下学生可以一起参与，一起呃进入到课程里面这样。那在他们讲完这部分之后，接着提到的是未来 Walter 他想要做的事情，好，他一些未来的目标。虽然已经过了天命之年五十一岁了，但人生目标永远不嫌多嘛，对不对？不然就会活得有点漫无目的。不过大家刚才有听出来他的目标是哪些吗？有没有听到说他想要弄一个 satellite office 这个卫星，然后做一个有影响力的人，帮助大家做他们想做的事？这边他指的 satellite 卫星，不是我们真的生活中看到的那一些那些那个卫星哦，而是一种比喻啦，哈，就是期许自己可以像卫星台那样子收发资讯，帮大家达到心目中的目标。这样，好啦，那这段内容就先在这边告一段落。If we can transition a little bit to maybe a little of the backstory of Walter Rooks,、mm. so you are Walter Rooks, double O seven, international man. You have lived all over the world. Yes. Through being a defense contractor. So, what would you say? Let's say, in the past ten years, where have you been? The past ten years, I have been to. Kuwait in the Middle East, small country. Do you remember the Gulf War? Kuwait, Iraq. That's where that happened. Kuwait,、uh, Dubai, Afghanistan, Ethiopia. 
and hey, Taiwan. Hey. These are the places I've been and have experienced other people in other cultures. And I learned to respect them just like we expect people to do when you come to your country. Respect their culture. And, and it opens the door as well. That's what I like. When people see you just trying to learn and be involved and be a part of it, it breaks down certain walls and barriers. And that's what I've enjoyed. So uh, even in high school, most of my, in Oak Ridge High School, it was very international. Most of the students, or a great majority of them, their parents were from Asia, from China, from, from South Korea. And they were scientists. And so many of my classmates were very diverse, mainly from Asia mm-hmm. and India. Yeah, very, very nicely said, because I remember a lot of my classmates were also under that kind of umbrella. From Asia, first immigration parents, and, you know, very respected in their cultures. And trying to come to America at that time to deal with all kinds of <laughs> prejudice and, and racism yes. and, and all the things that, you know, we all struggle with. And I just remember having my 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 first best friend was Filipino. Oh, wow. And uh, Shane Pan, shout out to Shane Pam Antoine and his family. And just, I remember going to eat a meal with them and just, you know, they would share their food and their culture and a little bit of their language. And, and I, I think that was kind of the, the amber, as you say, to kind of open my curiosity to, to the world. And as you've now made your way to Taiwan, mm-hmm. you've been here for about two years. Is that correct? Yes. yes. And so can you share a little bit about your journey here in Taiwan? In, when I first arrived in Taiwan, um, you know, I was like, this is amazing. One thing I learned, um, I had to quickly learn the language because people weren't, uh, as we think of English as the international language, well, sometimes, but sometimes people, you know, they feel better speaking our own language. So I had to adjust myself and learn Chinese or Mandarin, as one girl told me, <laughs> as we go along. But I really enjoyed the youthfulness of Taiwan. And uh, it kind of reminds me of London. People have their own little style going. I was in London. People, they embrace their their individuality. And Taiwan, I really love the the youthfulness here. A lot of, seems like a lot of millennials, a lot of younger people. But they're very receptive, warm, nice, and welcoming. And they'll try. They'll try to help you along, which I really appreciate that. So when I arrived in Taiwan, you know, I was at the hotel. They treated me like royalty. I stayed at a hotel for a week before I got my apartment. They were awesome. They let me have a book out of the hotel. They were feeding me. I'm like, this is where I may die. And <laughs> <laughs> so I really enjoyed the people of Taiwan and, 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 and how they embraced uh, foreigners, so to speak. Yeah, man. And that's that's something that is a beautiful reminder, too, to me, because I was yes. like, it was something about that youthfulness and uh, yes. generosity of, of sharing, you know, whether it's a, a, a book or a meal, you know, or just help help along the way. Yes. You know, yes. I think something something in Taiwan is with the Taiwanese is so, so pure like that. <laughs> awesome, man. So you were saying something that you you've noticed so throughout your travels and here specifically in Taiwan is is having a little bit of that language practice. And yes. so how has been your Mandarin learning journey this far? It has been exactly as you said, a journey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started off going to a uh, shout out to Taipei Learning Institute in uh, Taichung. I would go there and I would drive there, but I got tired. I would get off work, go there three times a week. And I had one particular teacher and I asked her, hey, can I just have private lessons? Because I found out you teach private lessons. And I can just not drive all the time. <laughs> you can drive. And so I hired her. And she's. I've been taking Mandarin for at least a year and a half. 
And so she comes, and uh, it's good because I learn. I found out that I know more than I think I know, mm. especially when in a pinch and I have to concentrate and begin to regurgitate small sentences. And people are so receptive. I'll tell them, hey, my Chinese is not so good. And they'll respond, my English is not so good. I'm like, no, your English is han hao. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. And it makes some, it, ease, it makes it easier. Yeah. And they begin to, oh, we'll work this out. So that that's what's kept me taking or continuing the lessons in Mandarin. Sometimes I want to give up because I'm like, geez, this is, I got enough things to think about. I'm 51. I don't want to learn anymore. But I keep at it. And she's pretty, too. So. <laughs> hey, there's the truth. I like that. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Tai Zong and your, uh, your, your Mandarin tutor. Yes. And I think that's so pure, too, of what you're saying is, mm-hmm. you know, you all really are living proof, too, that you continue to just do what you say. And, you know, yeah, yeah there might not be so many motivational factors at 51 to be like, why do I need to learn Mandarin? Yes. But you know what? <laughs> you're trying, you know, and you're putting yourself in that, that environment. And I respect that. And yeah. Have you found over the years throughout the Middle East and mm-hmm. your travels all over the world, has anything really kind of helped you with understanding a bit of language or culture? What would you say? What has helped me is I like to get off the beaten path and just try. Mm-hmm. I find away from where all the, let's say, tourists go and, and just speaking to people regularly, that really opens a door. And uh, they tr- they, it seems like they try to help you more. They really try to help you, whether I was in Ethiopia speaking to uh, uh, the older people, which is pretty cool. They're really receptive. They, they smile when they see you trying. And so, um, or in the Middle East, I was using the Arabic I learned, and they were very helpful. So the common denominator is just try to meet people on common ground, which is the language right now. Or don't be afraid to try the food. <laughs> that is some advice right there. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful, Walter. Well, I'm loving all of this. I would love to dive more into so many different aspects of your life, <laughs> but maybe we'll have to bring you back when you when you start setting up some satellite be great. <laughs> offices around. <laughs> but a question I'd love to end the show with here on NG sure. when is if you could go back in time and talk to a younger Walter, mm-hmm. would there be any advice that you share with yourself? Yes. First one would be Save your money, stupid. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> it sounds so simple and I practical, know. but we don't. My mother used to say, earn a dollar, save a dime. And I would say, what's she talking about? <laughs> she barely makes it sometimes. Oh, I wish. Uh, one thing my brother said, our mother has pockets of advice. Well, of course. I know how to give a lot of advice because I've made enough mistakes. Just do it the reverse of what I've done. The other thing I would tell myself, just keep going at it. Keep pushing. I wish I had kept pushing younger. Keep pushing. Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. And when you feel like you want to give up, just take a break because it's still there and keep pushing. Mm. And you'll find yourself getting a lot closer to your goals a lot earlier because later on, and I've seen this happen, I see people doing what I wanted to do. And I'm like, I had that thought three years ago and now they're doing it. And now I've messed up. Mm. (laughs) So I would tell myself, don't give up and save your money. Don't give up and save your money. <laughs> yes. That's some great advice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone hearing this now who's who's uh, under 20, that's some solid advice. That's the best advice. <laughs> best advice. I could use that advice. But beautiful, Walter. Well, it's been a pleasure. I, I wish you nothing but success. Thank and you. Great to have your voice here oh, and, and your, your handsome face on camera and uh, <laughs> the tall giraffe. Uh, yes. <laughs> 
I love it. I told you. Oh, man. <laughs> Too funny. But can there be any way people can contact you, find you on social media? How could they reach out to you if they if they want to hire you for, for some acting? Oh, well, yeah, I am on Facebook. My name, Walter, W-A-L-T-E-R, Rooks, R-O-O-K-S. You'll find several of them, but the younger one, because my dad's there, and a cousin. We've shared this name, which is weird, but me, the tall, the giraffe-looking guy. (laughs) (laughs) The handsome giraffe. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm on Instagram. It's speaking to the world. And I do some TikTok, which (laughs) I like TikTok because I just like making videos and doing the music. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But which is my name, Walter Rooks. Or you can just email me, walter.rooks at gmail.com. And finally, you can find me. I do have a podcast, which I stopped doing for a while. But Tony said, don't stop. Uh, it's called Off the Top of Your Head. You can find it on Spotify. And they're about six or seven minutes long. And uh, I used to enjoy doing them. I usually do them laying in the bed when a thought would come to me. But maybe that'll help you. It helps me sometimes. Uh, maybe it won't, but... Try it out. Speaking to the world and off the top of your head. Yes. Awesome. Awesome, Walter. Well, it's a pleasure, man. Thank you for making some time and making the journey up from Taizong. Well, thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. I enjoy driving here and looking at the scenery. Beautiful, beautiful. 在第二段一开始这边，我们提到 Walter 之前因为工作是帮军队配给武器嘛，所以常常都会各个国家到处跑。加上，因为他是在刚才我们讲的 Oak Ridge 天拿西那个原子弹诞生地长大，邻居很多呢都是来自其他国家的科学家，所以从小常就是都会跟来自各国的同学一起上课，也因此让他学会欣赏、尊重各种不同的文化。那后来搬到台湾之后，可能也因为这样子的价值观，让他更能适应我们这里的生活方式，我们的。语言文化，好，尤其台湾整个散发出来的年轻的那个氛围，让他觉得哇，这里真的是很青春、很有个人特色的一个地方，就跟伦敦很像。那在讲到这边的时候，他不是也有提到有一阵子是住饭店嘛？那我们饭店人员都很热心的帮忙，什么都给他弄得好好好。讲到这个尾声的时候，他用了一句片语 “so to speak”， 这什么意思？大家知道吗？就是我们常讲的。可以说是怎样怎样怎样。好，它算是一种插入语，常就是会加在句尾的地方。所以像这边 Walter 说 ，I really enjoy the people of Taiwan and how they embrace foreigners, so to speak， 就是在表达他可以说是真的很喜欢台湾人，也觉得我们大方接受外来人士真的很赞这样。好，这边还有其他几个类似的例子，我们也顺便来练习练习。如果今天家里某个人对数字很有概念，每年要报税啦，或是如果要处理财务相关的事情，都是他出嘛，很像是家里专属的会计师那样子，就可以说 she or he is our accountant， so to speak。好，他可以说是我们的会计师，因为他不是真的是会计师嘛，只是很像，所以加了 so to speak 来带出这样子的概念。或是像可能你们一群朋友里面，每次出去玩都会有一个人跟旅行团导游一样，方向感特好，不说还都知道哪里有好吃好玩的，那你就可以说 He is our tour guide, so to speak。好，再来他们聊到的是 Walter 学中文的经验，除了找家教上课对整个学习很有帮助以外。
，当然也是他自己有心愿意去学一个新的语言啦。哈。加上他可能本身也是比较偏向走一个独特路线的人，好，就是喜欢做一些别人不常做的事，去人少去的地方，所以这对他学中文也是颇有帮助。因为他就会去那些大家不常去、比较当地又没有游客的地方，好就会就可以利用机会跟当地人练习讲中文。哎，聪明哦！<笑>那他们在讲到这里的时候 ，Walter 用这句 “get off the beaten path” 说明了他独特的性格，因为他意思是人迹罕至，大家不常去的地方嘛。好像有时候可能听到一些广告或是旅游文章写说 “get off the beaten path”。就是只去一些特别大家没去过的地方。好，不过有时候它其实也可以延伸这个含义，用来形容非主流、易于平凡的意思，所以也才显现出我们来宾做事一些比较特别的特性。那在访谈的最后，除了希望自己要多存点钱以外 ，Walter 也呼吁大家，我们不管做什么事情，都不要轻易放弃，好，要坚持到底，要 keep pushing。如果感觉自己好像要放弃了，没关系，不用硬拼，就给他休息一下。但不是说你休息就停喽，是休息完赶快再接着继续。好啦，希望大家有从这次的内容学到一些东西。有兴趣的话呢，待会节目过后也可以去听听他的音频节目哦。Awesome. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. All right. Peace. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search "ng ingwen" or you can search on IG "ng English I C R T." And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦！感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。